0: Made it here, which is the priority. And guys, that's really what my show is about today: is making it when you don't think you can. Um, in fact, I got a, a a pretty important show that I want to talk to you today about today. And I apologize because I'm still getting set up. But this is really important because this has been going on, guys. Let me be straight up. I want to talk to you today about suicide. We have had way too much of that happening in our world in general, but also specifically over the last year, things have been especially intense the last year and a half. We know that we have had more people who just are having a hard time dealing with this world that we're in. And um, right now with covid a lot of people have just given up because of COVID. Some people who have had COVID never got over it. And decided that they couldn't handle it anymore. Well, guys, <laughs> this is a scary world right now. And to tell you the truth, from the spiritual side of it, the, uh, the world is going through a whole lot of changes right now. And the world over the next seven to 10 years is going to get seriously intense. And a lot of people, their souls, maybe their mind in this earth, their personality here may not understand what's going on, but their soul does. And their soul isn't having it. (laughs) Their soul has said, that's enough. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore, and I don't want to be here for when stuff gets really, really hard. And in some ways, you almost can't blame them. Blame them, But here's the thing, guys. Okay, and i got to talk fast, because I have a lot I want to say to you today. My show topic today, my title of my show today is why I didn't kill myself. Because a couple of years ago, I've shared with you that I went through a pretty deep and serious depression. And what was going on with me, as the best way that I've come to understand it since then, is that my heart and my soul, well, you're, you're, you are made up of mind, body, and spirit. Yes, we've talked about this, Dr. Willis talked about this. My mind, my Della personality here on this earth was stuck in some deep, deep rules, some BS rules that I had adopted, accepted, and taken into my belief system. And my soul knew that those things weren't necessarily true and weren't the best and most beneficial thing for me. And my soul was trying to guide me forward. And my mind, my Della personality, was really stuck in some of those older things. And I've talked about this, guys. And and I hope I've never, ever tried to make you think that just because I'm the one here on the radio talking that I have it all figured out. Because I've got a lot of things figured out, but I'm still working on it. And clearly, we all have healing. I cannot say for any any moment that I, you guys hear me say it, I am no better than anyone else, but no one's better than me. And sometimes I have to remember that no one is better than me, but I'm also no better than anyone else. And I remember that. And I got stuck in a deep depression too. Even though I understand a lot of spiritual things, I was unwilling to give up some of my non spiritual beliefs and make way for the spiritual ones. And what that did was it caused a heavy, heavy tug of war between my brain, my body, And my soul, all of it. My mind and my soul were having this tug of war, which manifested physically in my body. And that's how that works, guys. And for me, that manifested in change of thought, change of hormones. Um, I got thrown into an early menopause and stopped making estrogen and other hormones and, and who knows what other physical reasons why. But I got sucked into the deepest depression I've ever known, one that I didn't know I could deal with, one that I thought... I would be immune to when it finally came to me. Um, but I wasn't immune to it, guys. It hit me just as hard as it would have hit anybody. And again, my show top the name of my show today is Why I Didn't Kill Myself. And that's gosh, that's intense. Um, because people don't talk about this and we need to. Can we please talk about this? Those of you that are hurting, that are suffering inside that maybe you don't even know that there's a name for for what you're dealing with. Maybe the words anxiety and depression or other things haven't crossed your mind. Because to tell you the truth, I was sucked deep in my depression for nearly a year before I even realized or admitted the name depression to myself. Because that doesn't happen to me. I'm Della. Are you kidding? I don't get depressed. But I got depressed. I got really, really depressed. I got seriously depressed. I got so depressed that I was in panic mode all the time. And I knew that the thoughts in my head were fear thoughts, but I couldn't control them. I did my best. Guys, I tried. Believe me, I did everything that I could think of to do. I, here's the thing. One of the things that I did early on and for the first nine months or so was before I, for one thing, I didn't realize the word depression. When somebody said, Do you think you're depressed? It caught me, man. What? Now I'm not, am I depressed? Is this depression? And it took me about a day to think about it before I was even willing to accept that title, but I realized, holy crap, I am so depressed. And it, it, it got, guys, I want to be really open with this because somebody needs to. It, it got to where I couldn't think of any reason to be alive. I knew there was one because I'd had one before, but all the reasons that I'd had to be alive before didn't seem like they were a point anymore. Like they mattered one point in time, but they didn't matter now. And maybe I kind of accomplished everything I needed to. So why was I even bothering to be around? And yet, guys, I knew my friend Cody, who's been on the show with me several times. He used to say, you can't solve a problem with the same thinking that created it. And he would remind me that when your brain is in one space, in one mental space, especially a fear space, you cannot think clearly. You don't have access to all of your thoughts. You cannot problem solve with full efficiency when your brain is sucked down into the fear and into the sadness and into the lost feeling where I was. So at least, at least I knew that there were And I had this, and and a lot of people don't even have this, but I knew that there were thoughts that I didn't have access to. I knew that I was sucked down so deep into the place where I was with with sadness and and crying and never being happy and, and never finding a way to feel like myself again. I knew that there was a way in my head that that was possible. I knew that at some point in time, in my head, I had known how to make myself happy. I had known how to be happy. And even though I couldn't find that thought right now, that it might still be there. And that idea gave me just a little bit of patience and just a little bit of hope. I did some things to try to help myself. And, and these things helped. Believe me, they did. I didn't stop trying to find something that would help. I had it in my mind that I could do it myself. I had it in my mind that I didn't need external help cuz come on I'm Della. I know how to do this stuff, right? And so I did everything I knew how to do. I meditated. And guys, it's 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 hard to meditate daily when you feel good. It's even harder to meditate daily when you feel bad. But meditating did help. It did. And I found meditations that you know, I could listen to on YouTube or my favorite one the 6 phase from Vision Luckyani that I didn't have to focus on too much. I loved guided meditations during this time because I didn't have to use too many of my own thoughts because I didn't have a a big access to a lot of thoughts. Um, I watched a lot of YouTube videos. I spent a lot of time perusing YouTube. I watched a lot of Esther and Abraham Hicks. I watched anything that seemed like it might help, anything. And I found some great advice. I tried walking. I... I tried all the things that I could come up with on my own Um, dancing, music, those things helped. But eventually, eventually, guys, I got to the point. I literally, at four o'clock in the morning, I remember sitting in my backyard sobbing for no good reason. I didn't have any reason to be unhappy other than that I was so unhappy. If somebody asked me what was wrong, I could give you a list, but all of those things could be fixed in a week. The biggest problem was that I was so unhappy. And underneath that were things that were making me unhappy that I was unwilling to admit up to that point were making me unhappy or things that I thought, for whatever reason, I don't know, and maybe, and the thing is you don't know. I couldn't figure out what was making me so unhappy. Like I said, now I kind of understand that my mind and my soul were having a tug of war and resolving some of those things has been part of the solution but eventually guys I came to the big step and it's the big step in everything in your life in manifesting in any part of progress I got to the step of surrender I got to the step of letting go because I knew I couldn't do it myself I tried and I tried and I wanted to I wanted to be one of those people who didn't need medication I didn't I didn't want to have to sit on a couch in front of a therapist I thought I could handle it until I realized I couldn't until I realized that everything that I was trying wasn't working until I realized that I didn't have access to the ideas and the thoughts that might help me, but maybe somebody else did. And one YouTube personality that I found while I was searching was a guy named Dr. Dane Here. I think it's spelled D-A-I-N-H-E-I-R. And this guy was kind of goofy, and, and I kind of liked his, his energy. But he talked about his depression, and he talked about what he did because he was in the same place I was where he couldn't see a way out. And he was understanding a little bit the way I was that he didn't have access to the solutions. So what he did was he said, I'm gonna give up trying. I'm gonna give up looking. I'm gonna let the answers come to me and I'm gonna give six months for it to happen. I'm gonna ask the universe to show me in six months why I need to be alive and why it's worth it. And he set a date on the calendar And then let go. And in that six months, he found purpose. In that six months, he found healing for his soul. And before the six months was up, his life was changed. Well, I put a lot of thought into that. And, And by the way, Dr. Dane here has a couple of other really, really great tactics and ideas and tips. And I use some of those too. But I also got to that place of ultimate surrender where I let go, where I realized, Della can't do this. And that, my friends, was when I got help. Similar to Dr. Dane, I gave myself six months. I said, I'm not even going to worry about it. I'm not going to put the pressure on myself to feel better for six months. I'm going to stop trying to make myself feel better for six months I just don't I already don't have the energy to care so I'm just going to let it be and I'm going to give the world six months and I'm going to show ask the universe to show me what's worth being here for and I know some people won't like that some people might even be mad that I'm saying this on the radio and in in an audio recording but I let go I gave it up. I released attachment to all of it because I knew I had done everything and I couldn't control it no matter how hard I tried. And so I got help. And help had a lot of different appearances. Help looked a lot of different ways. And I've talked on a previous episode about the four miracles that came to me because there were four pretty big ones. Um, When I asked for help, "This this is critical, guys. I couldn't help myself, and honestly I didn't, at first I didn't think I needed any help, and then I didn't know if any other help would even help, but I asked for help, and when I asked for help, help came. Help came in the form of a job that structured my life a little bit, that made me sleep according to a better schedule. That job allowed me to love the people I was caring for, that job gave me focus. And then one of my favorite miracles, I don't know how, how do you have a favorite miracle, but one of my favorite miracles is laying over here on the floor. If, you can, if you're watching the video and can see the camera, I've got Clifford, my great Dane, is laying on the floor right next to me right here in the studio. And I had sworn off dogs. I'd had four dogs die in four years and I said, I'm not doing dogs anymore until Clifford walked in my front door. And when Clifford walked in my front door, there was no other way. That was just gonna happen, that was the way it was gonna be. Um, And I didn't realize that at first because when he walked in my front door, he didn't belong to me, he belonged to a friend of mine. But the universe has a way of bringing us exactly what we need, and the universe knew that I needed Clifford. Um, Another thing that I did that took active effort on my part was I called and made an appointment with the therapist. That wasn't easy, guys. I thought I didn't have to do that. I thought I would be around that. I thought Della was bigger than needing help from a therapist. I was wrong. I made an appointment with my doctor. And I went in and talked to him, and it didn't take very long for him to see really clearly that I needed the help too. And he was willing to work with me. And he gave me medications. And when I said I would prefer this one instead of that one, he listened to me. And I do believe that I was heeding intuition and that I was inspired in that because I was one of the really, really lucky ones that the first medication I got on helped. I still take it. And that was something I was absolutely averse to. I did not want to depend on a medication every day and possibly for the rest of my life. I did not want that. But considering the option that my life might be really, really short without it, I was willing. I was willing to try. And I was at that point of surrender where I was open to whatever the universe would bring me by way of help because nothing I had done had been enough. Being on medication, as much as I didn't want it, within the first three or four days, began to feel a difference. And guys, when that cloud starts to clear, you forgot how nice the sun was. And when my head started to clear, because it did, I was on one medication for two weeks and it was going so well that I, I even asked them to increase the dose because I was starting to see again. If you've been sad, if you've been depressed, if you've been in that deep hit, and almost all of us have. Then you know what I mean by that dark cloud. That dark cloud was so heavy. And it seemed crazy to me that taking a medication could clear that dark cloud. I was using to a medication making my headache go away. But I was not. It didn't occur to me that a medication could change my thinking so much. Could clear my head. Could allow me to see all the things that I hadn't been able to see because my emotions and my fear and all of it had been too intense for me to see past that dark cloud. I didn't even see the dark cloud until it started to go away. And when it started to go away and the sun came out, guys, if you haven't experienced that, I can't explain it to you. And if you're seeking for that, I pray that you find it. Because seeing the sun again After being in that dark, dark hole. Brings hope. And when you see a glimpse of the sun, you think, maybe there's more. And there is. I promise you, if you are in that place, the sun is there. It's behind the cloud, but it's there. And there are ways to clear the cloud so you can find the sun again. I promise. I know because I was there and I came out of it too. Another thing I did. Because once I decided to get help, I was like, what help is there? I want it all. I hired a life coach. I talked to this wonderful woman who had so much understanding and guidance, who I could just tell her all of the garbage that was in my head and the struggles I was with. And she helped me clear, clarify it. She helped me organize it. and in, And my therapist did too, but the two of them did it in different ways. And doing it in different ways, having the two different aspects, the two facets of care created a better structure. Um, and I'm very, very grateful for all of those people that were there for me. One thing that my life coach recommended was that I joined Toastmasters, which is an international organization with local clubs where you meet together and you learn to give speeches. And talking behind a microphone is something that I'm pretty comfortable with anyway. So I was more than willing to do that. And I, that helped too. Getting out of my house and going in front of people and, because that's different than what I do here. I have a larger audience here, but I don't have to look in your eyes. It's a little different to stand in front of somebody and give a talk while looking at them. But that was something that gave me focus. It gave me something that I had to do every week because I had to prepare for the next meeting. And it gave me something else to think about. Does that mean Toastmasters is right for you? I don't know. But something might be. Find a club. Find an organization. Find some guidance. Find somebody that will help you. Another thing that was really a really, really big deal that mattered for me, and I've been this real with you, so I'll, be, I'll continue to be real with you, um, once the clouds started to clear, once my thoughts started to clear, once I could stop fighting with myself inside my own head, I was able to see what my soul was trying to tell me. And I made some changes in my life. And one of the big changes that I made was I got a divorce. And my husband was a, a wonderful, wonderful person. He still is. But the time for us to be together had ended. Our purpose together had ended. And it was time to move on. And I, I didn't, I was unwilling to accept that at first, which is why my brain, one of the reasons why my brain was struggling so hard with what my soul was trying to tell me. Not the only thing, but that was a big one. And once I was, and guys, that was a really, really big one. And once I was able to address that, the entire environment that I was in changed. And what I want to tell you now is how much better it can be (laughs) because I'm still here. It's now a year and a half after when my depression was the worst, when I was in the depths of it. But it's now been, I spent a good six months of that working and working and working doing all the things I talked about to make it better. And it was bad before a year and a half ago, but the year and a half ago was when it was the really, really worst. And it took a good six or eight months to really, really fight through the worst of it. And then once I got my foundation laid of the life that I wanted to live and the person that I wanted to be, things automatically improved day by day by day. And guys, I told you I put it six months in advance you know what, I'm not going to worry about this for six months. I'm not going to try to keep myself alive for six months. I'm just going to deal with whatever comes and handle it for six months. And when that six months came, because I had a day on the calendar too. And when it came, it just passed. And I smiled. And I knew that something had saved me. Something felt I needed to be alive. And I found more than one reason, guys. I found so many reasons. When you're in that hole, you can't see them, but they're there. Don't give up. Keep fighting and ask for help. Let someone help you. Do whatever it takes. Surrender. Give up attachment to the outcome. And be willing to take whatever helps comes. Because it does get better. It can get better. I'm not just here to tell you that I was super depressed. I'm here to tell you I was super depressed and I got better. My last year of my life has been amazing. I have met people and traveled places and flown distances that I have never imagined that I could. But I didn't give up and it got better. And now it's better than it ever could have been. It's better than I ever thought it could be. And it's still getting better. Don't give up. There's more to it. You don't have access to the good thoughts, to the helpful thoughts. But they're there. Keep searching. It gets better. I love you and I want you to succeed. I'm Della. This is the Extraordinary Talk Show. Keep trying and don't forget to surrender. I love you.